Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Forte Catholic. Happy Thanksgiving week from me and all of the co-hosts. We hope that you enjoy today's show. If you do, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing, and it really helps us out. Uh, without further ado, we hope that you are uh, listening to us to avoid all of your family and all of the, the, the drama. So uh, grab a whiskey, grab a beer, and uh, hang out with us for an hour. Hope you enjoy the show. What's up? And welcome to Fort Dead Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Jonathan Lene, bearded Blevins. How are you, Jonathan? It's good to, to go back to the OG Lene. Thank you. I'm doing well. How are you, Taylor? I'm doing great. You. Every time we record now, you have something new going on in your background. Uh, two months ago, you added the lion, which is gorgeous. Uh, last Thank you. last month, you added the. Uh, the uh, fri- refrigerator behind you, which actually ruined the recording because it was just like, it's so, dude, time. try streaming when that's there the whole time. It's wild. Good. <laughs> the water's good, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce it because I might get in trouble, but you can. Uh, it's focus water. Okay, sure. I'm sure that's what that those letters mean. Yeah. And then this time you have a new light behind you. It looks like you have an idea that's kind of falling out of your brain. That's how it's supposed to look. And it goes right down to a little like Detroit Lions helmet. So it's a bad idea. Oh, no. it's a bad <laughs> idea. But you'll notice I'm, now these like black pan- panels to give some texture. And then you'll see yeah. people who are listening can't see this. But then the beautiful line painting that you love is like lifted up now. And po- so, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're adapting and growing uh, until finally I can, you know, just buy a studio and not stream in my basement. Is that a spiritual thing? Like the lion is lifted up like the lion of Judah as land. You're raising him up. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. To all of those things. Uh, it is the, the reason the lion is there. It's blue because I love the Detroit lions, but also the lion, the tribe of Judah. It's not a Detroit lion. Right. It's just a, a lion. And uh, it's in like the stream in general pre evangelization, man. Like, a, like, a, you know, like, a, like, a, like a, like a gentle, like a lion. But like the truth will roar, you know? Yeah, and we're gonna get it. We're gonna come back to the pre-evangelization here in just a second. Okay, I like that. You go. You want spiritual right at the beginning. Yeah, I want to talk about something not spiritual. Before okay, we let's get back do to it. Spiritual point. Um, I love, 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 love every week when the NFL power rankings come out. So for those of you who aren't sports fans, there's 32 teams in the NFL, and the power rankings go from like the worst team right now to the best team right now. It doesn't necessarily mean like the best record because that would be easy. But like if a team has gone like on a six-game winning streak, but they lost the first three games, so they're like six and three, but they've lost one six in a row, they might be number one even better than a team. But here's what my favorite thing, John, okay. is the countdown video that the NFL releases every every week with the power rankings. Yeah. Um, it's very fun for me to see which of our teams is 32 and which is 31. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a hard time believing that the Lions are going to now at this point at 08 and one, I have a hard time believing they're going to top Houston or the Jaguars unless they win a game. <laughs> yeah. I really, here's the weird thing is like, I don't understand how you don't do this every year because the Texans have been good the last few years until last year when, you know, our quarterback decided to do some illegal things. That's a whole nother deal. Yeah. But like we've had some good seasons like but I remember back at the beginning of the Texans, like we were winning one, two games a year and like we were actually kind. it's like this thing's like it's your team, but you're kind of rooting for them to lose every week because you want them to get the better draft pick. Yeah. So now it's one of those things where it's like I have become a Lions fan. 
I was rooting for them like crazy this last weekend. Oh, same. Because I really want, wanted them to get a win so that they would be at least tied with the Texans for the worst record in the league. Because I want the Texans to have the first pick. I want your Lions to do great from here on out, <laughs> Dude, are we, I don't, we don't, probably don't want to go too far into the sports rabbit hole, but I could. Um, do we want the same player? Because the Lions want Thibodeau, the, the defensive end. He's like a freak athlete from Oregon. He's a stud. Is that the direction the Texans are going to go in, you think, too? The, here's the thing, uh, and you're right. We don't want to get too far into it, but like the Texans very, very, very much need a quarterback, but it's like the worst quarterback yep. draft in a very long time. So no matter what happens, we're screwed. Welcome to Fort Catholic, everybody. We're glad you're here. Football um, is okay, still back- great, even if your team sucks. God right, is exactly. still great, even if your church sucks. Hey, <laughs> you're, you're doing good today. I'm Thanks, proud buddy. Of you. Um, the pre-evangelization stuff. So I am, I'm not mad at you, Jonathan. I'm, a, but I'm a little irked. I r k e d. You know what that me- word means? Uh, yeah, I mean perturbed, annoyed. I mean irked is kind of a nice way of saying that you hate me. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, I, you have had, a, like, you had your big news a couple of months ago that you're doing this full-time streaming and evangelization thing. We've talked about that. Here's the thing that happened. Um. Within the last two days, I found out that you are a guest on one of our partner shows. You you were a guest on Ave Explores, and you're going to be a guest on this new like gaming and God show on Word on Fire, one of the biggest <laughs> online evangelization things. And I had to find out both of those things on the internet. <laughs> you're my friend. I want to celebrate the good things in your life with you, and you just didn't share. I'm irked. Okay, <laughs> you have a right to be upset, but you you must understand where I'm coming from, right? And I don't even know where to start with this, bro, because it's good for this. I, we should have. This is great. This is gonna be a good conversation, because I, in ministry, right? Like I, I I had a good mentor, Joel Spawnett, great mentor, and he always like he always was ta- like taught me as I was growing as a youth minister. He's and then younger than you? Um, no, he's older than me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He looks younger. No, no, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, so he, he was like, he was my boss, right. And we became best friends and he kind of mentored me through youth ministry and I learned a lot from him. And, um, and then we both kind of like started speaking, right. Like and traveling to speak and stuff. And we both kind of had similar complaints about, uh, you know, at times years and years and years ago, about people promoting their own stuff. Like, you know, like, like they go to a place and they're like, and you and I have talked to this a little bit too, like sending emails and to like random people and just being like, have me come speak. And I've just never been comfortable with it for whatever reason. And I hate going to con to, to like shows or uh, to, uh, to concerts or to like conferences and speakers get up there and they're like, Hey, I'm selling stuff in the back. And and I was wrong. There's nothing wrong with being proud of a gift that God has given you and wanting to share it with people, but I'm still (laughs) bad at it. So I just literally talked to like 2000 kids in green Bay at different places last week. And I was like, okay, I have my own business now. And this is a thing that is good for kids. I should like, let them know where to find me on social media and on Twitch. And I never brought it up. Yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? So anyway, I, so it, I have this like, and it's not false humility. It's not because I like think I'm great, but I never know what to share. So I'm very excited that I'm on those two things, but it feels arrogant to text you and be like, look at all the cool things. Here's, here's the thing. I, I, it makes a little bit more sense to me now because do you know uh, who I had on this show and yelled at them about not promoting their stuff? Who? Joel Stapata! <laughs> 
How do you promote a book on humility? <laughs> you come on my show and let me yell at you. That's what we did. Perfect. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's oh man. It's it's crazy. We didn't even plan to talk about this. This we didn't plan to go down fully this route. But I just uh, gave a talk over the last couple of weeks about one of the talks I've been giving a lot is on humility. Like on one side, there's like the pride that uh, that is unhealthy like typically the things that people think when they hear pride of like i'm better than you you're below me like that kind of pride right yeah. but we were talking about they were connecting it back to the lions thing like in one of the slogans like lions pride uh, one pride is the the slogan of the one team. pride one pride yeah but because it's a play on words because yeah a group of lions is called a pride but it's like you have pride in your team so i was asking these students at their school like your teachers and your principals at a Catholic school tell you to have pride in your school. So pride can't be a bad thing, right? Yeah, in and of itself, like, yeah. Right. So it's like you're, you're, you have pride in your football team, uh, even when they're 0, 08 and one, you have, you have pride in your, in your, in your, in your job. You have pride in what you like. There's a, there's a way to have healthy pride. Cause on the other side is this false humility of like, Oh, I'm not good. I'm nothing. Everybody else is better than me. We're like, all humility is, is telling the truth. It's just sharing honestly, right? Humility is I'm, I, I, I'm God has gifted me in this area, like within podcast. God, I, I am very bad at dancing. Like that's just being honest, <laughs> right? Like that's where humility actually lies, uh, um, resides. I said lies. I meant like resides, but yeah, I'm yeah. About lies and truth. It's very confusing, but man, like, and, and I get what you're saying. Like the public thing, like th I, I've been trying to grow this YouTube channel for almost two years now you know the the number one day where i got the most subscribers what i was speaking at a conference with 400 people i said pull out your phones and 50 of them subscribed right then like, yeah it was, the, it was the best thing ever but like i get what you're saying because like for me when it's like at live events where i'm speaking like i have to know like if i'm leading into because i'm not going to promote anything before i do anything because it's like i have to earn that right yeah but if i'm leading into like adoration i'm not going to be like okay let's pray and then also follow me on yeah. tiktok or whatever you know so like i'll just let that be but if it's like kind of lead into a fun thing leading to lunch whatever like hey everybody get out your phones follow this if you want to stay connected and like you know an eighth of them do so i get what you're saying yeah and so i guess i have some cool news to share you sure do. And uh, wait, before you share it, before yeah. you share it, the other thing that makes me mad is oh, even if you have this thing about being prideful, like out in public, I'm your friend. You can text me in public or in private. I mean, you can text <laughs> me privately and be like, hey, these things are awesome. I'll be better. Or I can just say, share this news right here on the podcast. Sure. So at three o'clock today, just in a couple hours here for me, I will be recording. I'm going to be in a Notre Dame football like commercial. No way. Yeah, it is so weird, dude. Like they reached out to me because of the thing I did with Grotto Network, which is a Notre Dame affiliate years ago. Yeah. Um, One and of our other affiliates. I'm glad you told me about this uh, this affiliate that I work with. <laughs> yeah. And um and so yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm they're doing like so I don't want to give it away because I'm sure it's supposed to be a, a surprise. But they're doing some cool thing for um some cool com commercial for like the decision day um right where all the recruits in high school um share where they're going to to college. And so I, I'm going to be in that video, uh, Notre Dame football, as like a streamer. So That's awesome. That's super awesome. weird, man. Super weird, but I'm excited about it. Well, I'm proud of you. So, uh, yeah, tell us about these other two. The 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 God and Gaming thing you're on a couple of times with Word on Fire. And then uh, Avix Sports. Everybody hears me talk about it every other week. It, 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 like, I've been, I've been singing the praises of that show for a year. So You've yeah, got to tell me what you're doing with them then. <laughs> so, what, so, what? yeah, what are you, what oh, are you saying? Oh, oh, don't you dare, Jonathan. 
You know how you can know who our subscribers Listen are? Listen to our, our podcast. Listen to the podcast that you're a part of. Dude, you know I this. I am hurt again. You know how much I want to listen to podcasts in general and yours, but I just, when am I going to do it? I can't do it when I'm streaming. I can't focus when I'm working. I don't have a commute anymore. Working out, pooping. Like these are the, these are the prime places for listening to podcasts. Maybe I could substitute TikTok for podcasts while on the <laughs> on the porcelain, uh, whatever that's called, throne, throne. throne. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, okay, so I guess you're not going to tell me about Ave Explorers then. And I mean, I, I've been promoting them for. They, they're one of our sponsors. They're one of our partners for cool. forever but that's you got cool. to go on the show i'm very proud of you i did yeah i mean i'm friends with katie and she's great and so she asked me to go on and that was fun so that podcast is coming out soon i was on like a live thing it was that out pod- yes it, was, it came out yesterday as we record this or last week as this is releasing it's well, wait, so today it's out go, go promote it jonathan golly you're making they me didn't so tag me in anything bro <laughs> okay maybe they did i haven't checked social media in a couple hours anyway um so that was fun that was a good conversation and then uh, what, what else did you ask about? What else was I on? The God, God and Gaming That's on cool. World on Fire. Yeah, so I reached out uh, to Bobby and Jackie Angel a couple years back to do a, a th- I was doing a series called Faith Night. Maybe you remember that on stream where I play Fortnite and interview people and we just talk about faith and like it was really fun and they were horrible at the game and it was a blast. Yeah, um, yeah. And I so and then since then just kind of kept a friendship up with Bobby and Jackie. Um, and so they're now fellows that were on fire um, and Bobby reached out him and Father Blake. Um, are doing this whole thing on God and gaming uh, where they promote the good of gaming, right? And Bobby has this great this great line for parents to use. So any, any parents listening and your kids like video games, ask them why they like the game that they like. So if they, if they, if they play Skyrim or they play Minecraft, you say, what do you like about it? Um, Bobby's thing is that you're gonna, they're gonna basically, if, they, if you ask them enough times, they're gonna, there's gonna be a good desire there of why they like Minecraft, right? The community, uh, being able to like play with their friends, to grow in friendship, like the desire, the root desire there for playing a game is good. And so they're trying to kind of uh, start this, this God and gaming show that they did. And I was on, I was interviewed. I don't know if I'm going to be on one episode or a couple and they're going to like spread them out. Um, but I got to record with them for a couple hours and it was great. We talked about gaming. We talked about beer blowings. This was actually before I was full time with the new company. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, we filmed it like three, four, five months ago uh, and it'll be released in January. So very exciting stuff. Oh, I'm very happy for you. I'm becoming less and less irked the longer we talk. Okay, good. Thank you. I am not irked either. I'm mad at myself now, though, for not knowing about these partnerships of yours. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Like Grotto, Grotto Network and Ave Explorers are two of our biggest partners, and you have now been on both of their shows. Amazing. <laughs> and you know who has it? Me! <laughs> Got him. Um, okay, so update. From, we got an update from your life, and I will do an update from my life. I think you'll enjoy this story. Okay. I uh, w- back when we got married, uh, you and I we rented our. Yeah, you and I. <laughs> you don't remember this? No. <laughs> back when Sam and I got married, okay. uh, we we rented our tuxes for for the wedding from Men's Warehouse. Wait, okay? you and Sam wore tuxes? Shut up, please. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm just, you're setting me up, dude. Okay, sorry. So you and your groomsmen rented tuxes. Yes, we rented tuxes. And the like the point person at Men's Warehouse was like, hey, because all of you brought us all this business, like all of your groomsmen are renting tuxes, you have two options. One option is you can get your tux rental for free. And that's like, you know, 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Or we can give you a voucher to spend here for $800. And I was like, I'll take the voucher. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I got a suit. And that's the only, it was a really nice suit. Calvin Klein, like, 
eight hundred dollar suit, like with with the the, the pants, the yep. the jacket, the shirt, the tie, the shoes was eight hundred dollars. So that's the only suit I've ever had. And you know, people who know me know I wore it like seven times. Like I'm not a suit person. Like yeah. that's not how I like to dress. So, but my my. As y'all are listening to this, my baby sister got married this weekend. As we're recording it, it's in a couple of days, right? So I was I needed a suit because like when your sister gets married, like that's one that's the eighth reason you need a suit yes. in the last ten years, yeah, right? Yep. So so I go to try on this suit. And I knew that over the years the pants had, you know, gotten a little tight. So I'm like, I know I'm gonna need to go get them altered. I've never had anything altered before. Because I would always just buy new stuff. But, like, I don't want to buy a new $800 suit, right? So, I have the – I knew I was going to need some help on the pants. I go and I put on the jacket. You see the fat guy in a little coat skit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is that you? Yes. Oh, no. At that moment, you realized (laughs) you need a new suit. That when I bought this, I was uh, 6'2", 225 pounds and, like, 7% body fat. And now I'm the same height and 280 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> you mean you didn't grow? Yeah, exactly. So um, I was like, all right, I don't know how alterations work. So I take them to this this lovely lady. Her name is B, B-E-A. Love, like, when the, the woman that you imagined when I said that she is B at B alterations, that's what she looks like. She's just... Uh, elderly lady, super sweet, uh, you know, kind of grizzled. She's been she's been doing this stuff for years and years and years. I bring in my suit, and she she looks at me, and she looks at the suit. And she goes, "Oh, honey, <laughs> oh no, oh no." She's like, so, "We can make this a vest. Right, yeah, <laughs> the pants can be a vest." Yeah. So she's like, "Oh no!" Like she's like, "There's no way. There's just no way." I was like, okay, that's kind of what I figured, to be honest. I just didn't know how any of this worked. So I so I went to Men's Warehouse again. I got refitted, and I finally am having to pay the consequence for being fat. I had to spend $500 on a new suit. Oh, man. So you got not only did you have to get a new suit, but you got a crappier one. I got a, I got a crappier one and humiliated. Gosh, where's the win there? There is none. And this is, uh, here's the thing. That happy me, wedding, sister. Like, was your next thought, because here's where I'm at. I, mean, I, I don't know how much, and on this rabbit hole you want to go, but I could go anywhere with you today, my friend. It's a good day. Um, I'm <laughs> wearing these new way. tees. Like, as you know, I've been working out. I'm I'm doing I'm doing well. Uh, and, I, and I want to, there's actually, I have a stack of clothes that I want to fit back into. Um, and I won't give them away. Like, I give away a lot of stuff, but I, I want to uh, keep these clothes. And, and so then I bought some of these true classic tees, which I'm wearing now. And if you've heard of these, I like them a lot. They're slimming, so and, and they fit me. I'm a, I'm a broad shoulder guy, so they should fit me even if I lose weight. But five hundred dollars suit, bro. That that's enough motivation for me to not work out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm not losing weight. I got to buy another suit. Yeah. <laughs> th- these pants are so loose. I can get up to three hundred pounds. Yeah, and nobody will bat an eye. That would be my first thought. I would have bought that and been like, guess I'm getting McDonald's tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, I bought the suit, and over the last couple of days. I looked at like the health app on my phone and I noticed that I was averaging like 2000 steps a day with okay. most days being like a thousand or less. So, uh, and you know, we talked the last time you were on about me being busy. That has been a part of it. I'm not going to lie to myself, like taking care of myself physically. We talked about that the, the last time you were on, Yep. but I'm coming out of that time. Things are, they're not slow, but they're not as hectic as they were. So I like finished work at like five or six one day. 
and I was like, you know what? I haven't hit 10,000 steps. And I scrolled back. Oh, no. Since August 3rd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when I was at Life Teen Camp and had to walk around the entire camp. Sure, sure. So I made it my goal to step to take 10,000 steps. So I left my house with under 1,000. And I said, I'm not coming back until I have 10,000 steps. I walked five and a half miles in one in one trip because I felt fat from having to buy a new suit at Men's Warehouse. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. I, I, do do you know great. exactly how many like average steps there are, like or how many miles there are for an average 10,000 steps? Um, For me, it's it shifts, I, I think. Like I knew when I was hitting 10,000, it was always around like four or five miles because it's all about like stride length or whatever. That's like five. I just Googled it and be proud of me. I use my phone instead of uh, my, my keyboard. I am. I am proud uh, five miles, dude. That's yeah. a that's a long walk. And every you're supposed to get that a day, right? You are. So like that's the thing. It's like my life is so sedentary. I'm sitting at this desk in yep. this chair all day editing something. Um, and then I'm just exhausted by the time I finish work at 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., you know, depending on the day. So like going out to walk is is difficult. So I'm starting to do that. I'm starting to binge walk is what I'm calling it because I don't have time to do anything else. I went to the gym for the first time in two months. I walked for the first time in two months. So things things are looking up. But I have a couple of other changes that we're going to talk about whenever we come back. We're going to take a little bit of a break. And there's a couple other updates in my life that I want uh, your opinion on. Don't Can't wait. Me. My friends, you have a choice this Advent. Get caught up in the annual rush of shopping, decorating, and parties, or slow down and take the time each week to remember who this season is all about. Jesus. Join Ave Maria Press this December for a very special Ave Explores Advent 2021. Each Sunday beginning on November 28th, you'll have access to a beautiful adv Advent reflection videos by Father John Burns. Love that guy. I've done an event with him in Iowa. He is phenomenal. Uh, based, it's based on his new book, Adore, a guided Advent journal for prayer and meditation. Also, look for a new podcasts each week with host Katie Prejean McGrady, who reflect on Advent's theme of the week with special guests, including Sarah Swafford, Heather Kim, Sister Miriam James Highland, um, and Father Burns. So uh, make sure that you subscribe to the Ave Explorers podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, especially during this Advent season. Welcome back to Fort Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Lene. John, last time we were, uh, last segment, we were talking about, you know, me gaining weight and having to buy a new suit. And we were talking about, you know, things that are happening in your life. There's another update that has happened in my life that um, I would, I want your opinion on. And I want to talk to you about because you are a person that has experienced what I am now experiencing because of this new thing in my life. Are you okay. ready for this? I'm ready. I just bought some blue light glasses. What's a blue light glass? Ooh. You've never heard of blue light glasses? I've never heard of them, but you look a hundred years older with those on. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. Sorry. <laughs> but at least you're honest. No, I wanted your honesty. So blue light glasses, um, it's for people that are like staring at screens because this the blue light in screens can make your eyes hurt after a while. So like, you know, while you're while you're gaming, you know, if your eyes can start uh, kind of drying out and starting to hurt a little bit. If you're, um, they say that blue light, if you're staring at your phone or your iPad or so, or, or even like me, like working late at night, like the blue light is going to, it's actually going to keep you awake at night. They've done studies on like sleep studies and stuff. So that's why everybody's like, Hey, uh, don't look at your phone for two hours before you go to bed. I'm like, y'all are insane. 
I'm just going to buy some glasses that will help. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to not look at my phone or screen for two hours. Yeah. Um, but so so they don't look good is, is what I'm getting. <laughs> well, you know, the tint. So anytime that anyone has a tint in their glasses or the kind of glasses where when you're indoors, they're one way. But when you go outside, they can turn into like sunglasses. You just always yeah. look like you're 80 years old or super nerdy. I got There's you. just okay. no way to look good. So you look great in the frames. It's the yellowness of the glasses that makes you just look very different to me. Gotcha. Which is funny because that trend recently on on like uh, TikTok and Instagram, like the yellow, like it, hold up something yellow and you smile. And if your teeth are yellow, it'll show up. That's what I feel like with these glasses <laughs> on. <laughs> it's it's so funny because like i don't see the yellow right like that's apparently that's what helps block the, sure. the blue light coming in right so i don't see it looking out but i, I can I, this is the first time i'm seeing it like i'm i can see myself on camera yeah it it looks ridiculous i look like a yellow jacket yeah i mean you look you look like the kid on your fourth grade basketball team that's dad made him wear goggles <laughs> oh, you're hurting me. I know. You, you know wound I mean? me. You wound me. That's so funny because I played with that guy. Everybody has one guy. guy. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the reasons why uh, I wanted to get uh, opinions on how they look is my, my eyesight is starting to go. I've had 2020 or 2015 vision my entire life. Wow. And I'm starting to have to squint at a couple of things. So I am going to have to get glasses. So I'm glad that my first reaction to wearing glasses is you saying gross. That's, that's <laughs> I'm really happy for that. Um, but like I, I've had these on what for three minutes now. Here's what I don't understand, John. Yeah. Last day we were talking about like, I think maybe a lot of people, especially like with like COVID weight, I made a joke the other day that I've been gaining COVID weight since 2009, <laughs> you know, like a, yeah. everybody's been, can, can kind of uh, cope with that. But it's like, has, I mean, how many people have gained 60 pounds in the last decade, you know? So some people can relate, but some people can't, they don't know what that's like in the same way that I have no idea how people with glasses live and you are a person with glasses here are my complaints already john okay i've had these on for four or five minutes like my my little tiny baby ears like can barely hold them on <laughs> and they're like like so i hate how they like sit on top of my ears it's kind of the same complaint i had about masks that they they, they pull my my ears are so tiny are they really they like pulled. this yeah I have really oh wow really you have little ears. ears yeah yeah uh, big head, small ears, so they make the other look worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they hurt the top of my ears, and and I guess they're probably just too tight because I had this big old head. You know, they, they say one size fits all, and that nobody planned for this ginormous cranium. Yeah. You know? um, so they're like kind of digging into like my the sides of my head. Uh, they smudge up all the time, where I have to, I have to like wipe them with this little this little surrender cloth thing. You know. Yeah. And. and and after like two days, I lost them. I couldn't find them for like three days. So I did all of the glasses owner things within a week of having these things. I don't understand how you people do this. I okay. So real quick, is there? It looks like there's. What's that? What's there? Is that sweat? Is it? That that is that is heat because I'm very warm and it's the heat <laughs> from my forehead. That's amazing. These glasses. You've got condensation because of the sweat in your room, bro. Okay, that's crazy. Well done. I have yeah. sometimes I'll eat spicy food and that happens to my glasses. It's very good. Oh no, I sweat when I have thoughts and I've had like four since this the show started. So <laughs> just I'm four. sweating my butt um, off. Yeah. So I mean, here's the thing, bro. I, I've gone back and forth for I've had glasses and needed glasses probably since I middle school. So like twenty years. Uh maybe twenty two years now. No. Um and I yeah. 
And I've gone back and forth between both glasses and contacts because contacts, as you know, they're nice because no one knows that you have you know vision issues and and whatever. You don't have to worry about losing glasses or anything. But contacts that get my eyes get dry. If you lose one, you always have to have more on you, or you're just not going to be able to see out of one eye for half the day if you rub your <laughs> eye wrong, right, or sneeze. Um, and and for some reason, this is Wait, probably they come out if you sneeze. So if if you like sneeze and then like you know like rub your eye or something, I don't know. I sneeze violently, John. And like, your contacts stand. Oh, dude! If no, I don't wear contacts because I have perfect vision. Oh but, yeah. Like I'm, but like if I sneeze, like my, I feel like my lungs come out when I sneeze, so I can't imagine having contacts in. Yeah, it's not fun, and so I, I think that glasses and contacts both suck for different reasons. And I like glasses better because you can just I, I don't use that little thing you have. I, I know the, the eye doctor tells you to do that. I just use my shirt, bottom of my shirt, to clean them. Um, the the your head will uh, the glasses will uh, adjust if you wear them long enough to where it doesn't hurt the back of your ears. Um, and so I don't mind them too much. And, and I, I lose sunglasses. So I'm with you there. I've never really owned a good pair of sunglasses because I always lose them. But for some reason, I never lose my glasses. I think it's because I need them on. You don't You don't need them on, right? right so right, right. for me, I need them. I can't see without them now. Um, and so I just put them next to my bed. I don't put them in a case. I probably should. Um, but yeah, I, I'm team glasses in my old age over contacts because contacts are even more annoying. Your See, eyes get crazy. all dried out. You got to like, like spray stuff in there. Be thankful for your vision. People listening who have 2020 vision. <laughs> yeah. All the young people, all the old people listening are like, oh, oh, shut up. Yeah. These are new complaints. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is like, like you're right. Like I don't need them for like my vision. I will soon. Like that's, that, that's part of this. It's like starting to kind of get used to this thing, but like, man, it is bothering, like having to like de smudge them is bothering me because like I'm not used to having them on so like I'll go up and like to touch like my eyebrow and I actually didn't I'll accidentally touch the lens or whatever because I just I'm not I, I'm just not used to having them on my face and they'll just get like you pick it up one time there's a big old thumbprint on it and I have to wipe that off and like I I'm so OCD about stuff like that like everything yeah. has to look perfect like we spent you know we spent 10 minutes in between the segment trying to fix your lights because it was giving me OCD during the last segment you know like that stuff like that bothers me so like I I don't know. Like I'm having to de-smudge them all the time. It's like annoying. It's one of those things. It's like I quote unquote am starting to need them just because of the amount of screens that I'm staring at. My eyes are starting to hurt and like I'm having trouble sleeping and all this stuff that is like from blue light stuff. But I will need them soon for that. And like it is good to hear that like you'll get used to them. And I guess like my head, my cranium will be smashed in a little bit so that it'll yeah. adjust. I'm glad, glad, glad to hear that, I guess. But it's funny that I'm like I'm, I, I came into this and I'm like trying to like, you know. Hey, you know, I've never been one of you, but I'm trying to relate with one of you. And you're like, yeah, you, well, contacts are worse, you loser. <laughs> you know, like, dang it. Well, I'm, not, I'm not really related to you. But what I was thinking about as I was wearing these after I was like, this sucks and I'm irked by these glasses. But it was like, oh, I'm starting to understand like what glasses wearing people have had to go through forever right like yeah. all these little problems like i had all the problems within two days right um all, all of these things happening and i was like man like people go through this all the time it's just like i have my own problems but i never understood this issue and now i'm starting to um so what do you think about that uh yeah it's it's good it's good perspective on life my friend wearing someone else's shoes and walking in them for a while Walking in someone else's glasses. <laughs> Walking in someone else's glasses. It's a good point. That is 
that's a, that's a joke I had written down, and you led me right to it. Thanks, John. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think yeah, of yeah. I think of like the you know things I don't know anything about. I can't imagine you know some people with diabetes that have to like check their blood or prick their finger and do a test like multiple times a day. I had a friend who had to do that in middle school. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. So what it got me thinking about is uh, how we often give the benefit of the doubt to two groups of people. One, we give the benefit of the doubt to like our friends, like people who have earned our trust. We give them the benefit of the doubt. The second group is people that we know something is going on, right? So like um, if you know that somebody is really busy, you're probably going to, you know, leave them alone a little bit or that, that sort of thing. If you know that like somebody's somebody's family member has passed away, they're probably not going to be themselves and you probably need to be generous with them or like, you know, cancel an appointment you had with them or reach out to them or like do something different with them. Right. Yeah. But I think one of the dangerous things it's, it's dangerous, but it's just part of life. It's like the other groups of people, like people that you don't know and therefore don't know what's going on in their life. It's like, I can just be treating you regularly, but if somebody in your family passed away and I'm just treating you regularly, that can come off as rude. Right. right? Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Or, or it's even to like, let's just say you were one of my clients. Right. And like, you're late in getting me something or I'm late. Let, let's flip it the other way. Uh, you're one of my clients and I'm late in getting you something, right? Like I was, I was supposed to have something that was, that was due to you today and I still haven't gotten it to you yet. And like in a normal life, we've, you're like, I'm your client. You're my client. We've been going back and forth on these things, but like, it's not, if like somebody passes away or I have to deal with something with like a kid has having to go to the hospital. Like if you just chew me out, I could come back and be like, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> like my kids at the hospital or whatever, or, or I could throw it in your face, which, which has happened recently. Right. Yeah. Which is why I've, one of the other reasons I think about this is like, Hey, I really need this thing. You haven't done this thing. I've really needed you to do this thing for two months. And the person comes back and they're like, well, well, I had a death in the family and I, I, I you just need to be patient. I'm like, well, okay. Like, first of all, you don't need to snap at me. Second of all, like it's been two months, you know, like, <laughs> You could do something. You know? yeah. So, so I, I don't know. What do you think about that whole thing? I just kind of laid it all out. What do you think? Uh, no, I mean, I think I, don't know, you're, I think that it's good to be patient with people all the time um, and, and treat everybody as though, right? That You never know where, where people are at, right? So I try to always give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Um, I don't know. I think you do that too. I would assume that you do that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty patient. I'm probably over patient with people, my friend. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have my limits. I'm patient with people, especially when they're my friends. So I kind of have these two groups. It's like friends that I know what's going on in their life. And then like the next group is like people that I know what's going on in their life that might not be friends or friends that I don't know what's going on in their life. Like, you know, like me. somebody getting like somebody getting all these great <laughs> interviews and not telling me about it. But then like other people who are like not really friends, like people that I work with, like or people that are like I'm in business deals with or something like that. Or it's like they're not really my friends. I don't know what's going on in their life. So like if I asked you to pay something two months ago and you still haven't paid it yet. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not being patient at that point anymore. Yeah. I'm like, look, you need to pay this. We agreed on something. I did my part. You have not done your part. You need to pay it. And it's in those situations where it gets awkward when they're like, oh, we had a death in the family. I'm like, that, that, after two months, that doesn't mean you can't pay an invoice. It takes 30 seconds. You know, yeah. like, it's like, that's where it's been kind of, kind of frustrating me. It's like, one, I, I get what you're saying. It's like, yes, we should be generous and we should be you know, understanding and assuming the best of people. But if you continue, tr tr continue treating me poorly, 
I care. I start to begin to care less and less about what's going on in your personal life. Does that For make sure. Sense? Oh yeah, dude. When I was seventeen, I lost like eight grandparents. That's. Yeah. One, I'm sorry. Two, I how how do you have that many grandparents? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have that many grandparents. I just kept lying about about why I was missing work at Best Buy. Oh, I see what you're saying. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? I was like, I have questions, and my my first gut reaction was to laugh awkwardly, and I'm glad I didn't. (laughs) I see what you're saying, though. No, you should laugh. You're a you're a pathological liar. Yeah, I I actually lost none of them. Um, but uh, eventually, my boss was just like, I don't think you have that many grandparents. I was like, Yeah, I quit. Yeah, you're, you're like, I am the grandchild of many divorces. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, it's just been something that's been on my mind. It's like, look, like, uh, so on the, like, receiving side of when this is happening, it's like, look, just be generous with people. Try to be patient with people. But also, like, on the, if you're in a situation that things are going badly, it's like, don't abuse that situation. Yeah, right? like, totally. Yeah, like, don't abuse the Hey, my, you know, somebody, my, my, my grandma passed away two months ago. It's like, that's not an excuse to not pay an invoice. Like we, we, we may had an agreement, you know, that, that sort of thing. So, um, okay. A little less serious thing. We're going to end the segment with this. Okay. I'm ready. Um, both of us, uh, it was, I guess two weekends ago. Now, uh, you had, you had a first, you had a first in your life and go, what was that first that you did? Yeah. So my, it was the first time that I was alone with all three kids for longer than a day. Uh, I have been alone with my two oldest many times, my oldest many times, uh, but never all three kids. My youngest is almost two. She'll be two in January um, for more than like 12 hours. And this time Jody went on a well-deserved trip with uh, one of her best friends. And <clears throat> I had the, the kids alone from, Thursday morning uh, until until Sunday morning. So like all Thursday, Thursday night, Friday, Friday night. And then Saturday, I went to my parents' house, as my mom will tell you. Uh, but I did a lot of work there, too. I wasn't just like let my mom do all the stuff. So, yeah, about 72 hours of, of dad time. And it was amazing. You did it. You, you you messaged me about it. You were like a little nervous. And then I messaged you like one day in. You're like, this is great. I'm loving it every minute. Of yeah. It. And not only did Jody deserve and need like the space and the and to go have some fun with her friend, but like I I needed the the quality time with my kids. I spent every second with them. Um, I don't know about you, but like every once in a while when I've got an hour or two or three with the kids, like you find yourself on your phone. It's like, what am I doing? Like, why wouldn't I just spend my t- spend quality time with them? Do my I, I didn't I, your text was one of the only ones I responded to those three days. I had my phone away. Yeah hanging out dude we got haircuts i took him to mcdonald's once we got a donut on national donut day i mean we had an absolute blast so while you were having your first weekend i was having my second weekend ever alone with my kids friday saturday sunday the same weekend the same weekend yeah yeah so um i i the last thing that i texted you at the end of the week we were kind of joking about it after jody had gotten home um i uh we had very different weekends, John. Uh, how, what was y'all's uh, eating situation like whenever Jody was gone? Well, so here's the thing. My kids don't eat like a ton of like they they just for some reason stopped eating. We fed them all the good foods growing up and then they just stopped eating them. So they eat basically this like they eat protein waffles for breakfast or pancakes. I made homemade pancakes every every morning. Uh, I love cooking, by the way. Lunch, they may eat nuggets or butter noodles. So I made them that. Uh, and then dinner, we had McDonald's once, and then I made them either, you know, a ca- some type of casserole or something for dinner. I got you. So 
uh, Friday morning with my kids, uh, took them out for, for like breakfast tacos or something. Okay. Um, around lunchtime, we went out for pizza. Uh, that <laughs> evening, we went out for dinner. Uh, Saturday morning, we went out for breakfast. Uh, we had a late lunch, and then we uh, went out for dinner as well. Uh, we ah. joined next a couple of times. Uh, Sunday morning, it was actually very <laughs> difficult. I, I didn't realize how busy breakfast was on, like, church you know, church breakfast. But we did find a place where we could have breakfast. Um, <laughs> we, had, we went out for lunch after that. Uh, every single meal, John. Every single meal, because my wife is a tremendous cook. I... I do not like to cook. I cooked for myself for years when I was in college. But now that my wife cooks everything, it's been 10 years since I've cooked myself food, John. That's not true. I've cooked a couple. I cook like once a year. But like, I mean, we ate out every meal. Like, it's not something I'm dealing with. Yeah, so bro, kids, that's an expensive, expensive weekend. Oh, it's whatever the cost it was to get through it <laughs> with, <laughs> with all four of us without our, our – like she is all four of our moms, you know what I mean? Like she takes care of all four of us. Like we cannot, we we needed to do it. So, uh, yes, it was more expensive than a normal weekend, but you know what? No stress. We had a great weekend. It was so much fun together. That's good. And you know what? Those are those are memories, man. Your kids are gonna have those memories forever. Uh, well, at least your older ones. So I don't know how old your youngest is. Yeah, uh, four. Okay, great. So- They'll have those memories for life. Yeah, and you were saying like, oh, I got off my phone so I could spend time with my kids so that they can remember it. All they're gonna remember is that Dad's weekend was fun because we went out to eat for every meal. That's all I say. I stayed on my phone. I didn't have to earn their love. I paid for it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so to close this out, to kind of bring that that story together with with our uh, initial conversation here in this segment, um, I tweeted out on Friday, the Friday that my wife left us. <laughs> Yes, I wrote it that way on purpose. Uh, don't worry, she came back. It took a whole weekend. But I, I sent out this tweet. I'm babysitting all weekend. Whose kids, you ask? My wife's. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, it was this It was this whole group thing, right? People that know me and, like, follow me know who I am. They were laughing. Some were like, oh, Taylor, stop it. You know, like the older ladies or whatever. Were like, ah, stop it, Taylor, whatever. But they're, like, being silly. Yeah. Other people laughed. There were people who don't follow me, know zero idea about who I am, and that everything in my life is a joke. I got <laughs> chewed out by a couple of people. No way. They were like, that's called parenting. You're a bad... F-. I was like, I, I, it's a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone that knows me gets the joke because they know <laughs> who I am. And all these people came from outside yelling at me. I'm like, leave me alone. It was clearly a joke. And if you didn't get it, the joke went over your head. So I literally responded with that meme of like you and the joke and the joke constantly going over your head. I just responded to that one. And some people got mad and then other people were like, oh, sorry. I'm like, yeah, leave me alone. (laughs) That is so funny, bro. Yeah, I'm so I'm careful to not say things like that only because I don't want to deal with the trolls. Well, you have an actual group of followers, so it would actually be a problem for you. I have like 14, so it's okay. So somebody was just like, yeah, somebody was just scrolling through, right? They're just searching, you know, dad babysitting (laughs) or like wife babysitting, like just to chew people out. That's what happened to you. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, okay. So we are going to come back. And what we're going to do is, uh, let's see. It was actually around this time last year that you like hot takes. We did a hot take segment with you right around this time last year because we did it about like Thanksgiving food. Hot takes about Thanksgiving oh, food. Oh, I remember we've that. Done a, we've done another like random hot take section. And I know that you like hot takes. So what we're going to do 
is we're going to do cold takes, like soft takes. <laughs> I just have a bunch of random thoughts that I have accumulated that none of them, people know. I take notes throughout the week or I like tweet little pithy things or whatever. Then sometimes they become a segment because I have a whole thing. I, all these thoughts aren't a segment in their own. But I was like, hey, we have John here. I have these random things. Let's get some cold takes from John on these random thoughts. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite game during the middle of the commercials of the podcast. Can Taylor pronounce the advertisements? Well, here it goes. From our friends over at Select International Tours, the, the first trip I want to tell you about is to the Holy Land with Deacon Harold Burke Sivers. I'm doing okay on pronunciation so far. After visiting the Holy Land, which I've always wanted to go to, the group will head to Germany to see the famed Abramergau Passion Play. I think I did it. Uh, the tr this trip is May 6th through 16th of 2022. All the details can be found at ForteCatholic.com slash tours. The next trip is the Modern Catholic Pilgrimage. I have had the movie The Way stuck in my head and been thinking about it multiple times throughout the week ever since we started doing uh, these sponsorship reads. Uh, I love that movie. If you haven't checked out the movie, go check out the movie. And if you watch that movie, I know that you'll want to go walk the Camino de Santiago in Spain. You can do so um, with this trip on July 23rd through August 2nd. Um, it, it's one of the ones, one of the biggest things that I want to do in my life. Hopefully, I can, uh, you know, my, when my kids get a little older and I can lose a little bit of weight so that I can actually walk for an entire month to do, to walk the way, walk the Camino. I would love to do that. You guys can do it soon. Again, check all that out at ForteCatholic.com slash tours. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and that is still Jonathan Bearded Blevins, who you can find on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube at Bearded Blevins. And don't find him on Facebook at Jonathan Blevins, because he's too fancy and won't answer any of your messages there. Believe me, I've tried. Have so, you really? <laughs> yeah, I tag yourself all the time, and you've never seen it because you don't even use Facebook anymore. I'm trying, though. I have to. I'll be better. I have to use Facebook. I have lots of people on there. I feel like you say you'll be better every time you're on this show, and it's never improved. You don't think? <laughs> Other than the working out. That one. And did. I've shared all the stuff on, on Instagram. Uh, without a link. Yep. Yep. That's not true. You The link's on yours. No, 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 no. You got the little story thing. You can add a link to your story. It's okay. I've only asked you for three years. I've never done it once. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So these are these are some hot button issues between us, but there are one of the things that you love, and the reason why I like pointed people towards all of your places is that uh, you love hot takes. You're a big fan of hot takes. You've done hot takes in the show before. A year ago, like this episode, you did hot takes on uh, Thanksgiving food. Yeah, we're about to celebrate that soon. Eat done, steak, done not a, turkey. There you go. Uh, you've done a like we've done another random hot take segment. Well, today I thought we'd do something a little bit different. We're going to try a cold take segment because I don't have a bunch of hot takes. But what I have, people who listen to the show all the time know that I just kind of take notes on random thoughts I have, random things that happen. I take notes on them and those become the segments of this show. Well, I have a bunch of random pithy thoughts over the last few weeks that didn't quite make it as a full segment. But I'm like, oh. These would still be good conversation starters for a cold take segment with John. So all you have to do is respond to these. What do you think about that? I'm excited. Okay, good. The first one, have flat earthers never seen a mountain? Have flat earthers never seen a mountain? Why would a mountain prove that the earth is not flat? Because it's pointy. <laughs> pointy. I don't get it. 
Instead of a flat earth, it's a pointy earth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is bad. Zero stars, negative 10 points. If this were whose line is it anyway, where the points don't matter, you get none. But here's the joke behind the joke, Don. Do you get the joke behind the joke? I don't right now. Okay. Um, I do these a lot where things are funny to me, but people not, might not get them because they're just scrolling through Twitter and they read them and they're like, what is he talking about? Or, oh, yeah. that might be funny because it's like pointy earth instead of flat earth. Oh, ha, ha, ha. But here's the thing. What do you think is dumber? My thought that mountains make the earth pointy instead of flat or people that believe that the earth is flat. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to answer that. I do. I I think that I think your joke is lamer. Um. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, here's the deal, bro. Let me ask you this question real quick. So would you say the sun is hot? Heck yeah. Then how come the closer you get to the sun, like on the top of a mountain, it gets colder? Science. <laughs> See, like Aliens, that. bro. That, Aliens, like, bro. oh my gosh, bro. You ever been to the sun? Uh, no. Exactly. So anyway, uh, you get zero points. Are you an insane person? I am, but I'm also things? not a flat earther. Okay. You're not John Blevins, not a flat earther, but <laughs> believes the cold the sun is cold. Yes. Okay, we got you heard it here first. Um another random thought. Miss okay. might dig into some parenting things. Um my kids had never, ever, 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 ever I started getting into like the Mandarin from the Getting Iron back Man together. Oh, different. <laughs> yeah, very different things. Um the kids had never beaten me at a video game. Okay. The other day, the weekend that that my wife was gone, I played video games with them because I don't know what else to do with them. Um, so my oldest, Chris, plays video games all the time. He loves video games. He's got a little like I, I, I like a, an iPhone that doesn't have service. You know, like like on, on Wi-Fi to play games on there. He's got we've got a Switch, we've got a Wii, we've got all these things, right? Yeah, yeah. He loves it. He had never beaten me. My six-year-old daughter, Maggie, had, like, I've never, I've very rarely played video games with her. We've played Mario Kart a little bit, but she's six and start, kind of starting to get into it. And then the four-year-old has never played and still hadn't played. But we played Mario Party the other day, and I don't know if you ever played Mario Party with kids, but, like, I get, like, eight stars and they get one. Like, that's okay. how this usually goes, right? I got stomped by my kids. I got last place. The computer player got third. My son got second. And the six-year-old just wiped the floor with us. <laughs> In Mario Party? In Mario Party. Like, she crushed us. So here's here's my question for you. Um, should I be, should I feel like a loser for getting beaten by children on a computer? Or should I be proud that I have instilled the wisdom of video games and being good at video games to my, ch to my children? I think you should. Well, here, it's hard for me to answer this because mine are too young to play any kind of video game consistently. So your oldest is how old? Eight. Eight, six, and four. Eight, six, and four. And th the four-year-old didn't beat you? No, she didn't play. Okay. So you should be embarrassed that your six-year-old beat you, but you should not be embarrassed that your eight-year-old beat you because I think that's just the thing that happens. Yeah. It, it was crazy, man. We've been playing video games. Like, he and I have been playing video games together for three years. It's the first time he ever beat me. And he didn't even win. The, the middle child won. It was unbelievable. Wow. And did they, so, and did they rub it in? No, they were very good sports about it. See, that's how you know you're a good dad. It. Yeah, but then I made fun of my son for getting for losing to Maggie too. So, um, <laughs> um okay, ran random thing. Um, this one could get into hot takey. Okay, thoughts. It could could. 
Um, I'm sure I'm sure you have seen the previews for it because it's been a movie that has been pushed a lot recently. Okay. Um, so I tweeted out, does anybody else think it's weird that the first movie about the two greatest female tennis players of all time is centered on and titled around their father? So the movie is called King Richard, starring Will Smith, who's playing the dad of Venus and Serena Williams. So here, they're two of the most... They might be the two most famous female athletes of all time, and the movie's called King Richard, and it's his story instead of the lady's story. What do you think? So first of all, you tweeted that? I did. What did pe- what did, what were people's responses? No one said anything. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, dude, I that's kind of messed up. I don't know the I don't know the story of of their father, but if you I mean they're they're in the conversation for me as not just best female athletes of all time, but best athletes of all time. Like true. they're they're top ten. Like if you think of best in the sport, they're top ten for sure, um, and maybe even like top five. So that's crazy. I actually have not seen the the previews. I don't know yeah. how. I seriously feel like yeah. I'm living under they, a rock. They've been on. They've been in like crazy pushed in movie theaters. We've been in movie theaters a couple times, but they're also like on TV. They've been on. You know what? They've been on during football games a lot. Which to be fair, you're doing super squares and stuff. So you're yeah, not so it's all muted. So I never know what yeah. it is. Um, yeah. That's cr- to me. That's kind of messed up, um, and, and seems like an opportunity kind of wasted. Yeah, to, dude, to showcase was, these two amazing athletes. It is wild to me that like if like I'm not the wokest person alive, but the fact that I had this thought and I haven't seen like Twitter outrage or Facebook outrage about this at all baffles me. Because yeah. like I'm not the woke police and yet I'm still bothered when like th- these are two of the greatest women athletes and like you said, maybe some of the best athletes of all time. And like I could see this being like the fourth or fifth movie. It's like, oh, let's focus on their dad and like how he helped build him up and like make it a good parenting story. Like I, I get that, right? But you have to make the Venus and Serena movie first. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they're behind the movie or if it's just being made about them with their permission or if they had to get permission at all because it'd be way cooler to see the story of of them in general. Um, yeah, that's that's weird, bro. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm yeah. Team Taylor here. Good, good. Um. You're a video game person. You should you should um, like this one. Uh, as we're recording this, the um, there's big news on the 20th anniversary of Xbox that the Halo multiplayer released like three weeks earlier than it should have. Right? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh yeah, the Xbox uh, Halo multiplayer for Halo Infinite is out early. It's so great, such great PR for Microsoft. And my thought is. Everyone seems to be forgetting that this game is a year late. They delayed it by a full year. And maybe, and maybe, first of all, that's hilarious. And I, I didn't even think of that. Maybe <laughs> even more than a full year. Because I think I think they delayed it a couple times, which is crazy. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. Because this was the second one. Because it was supposed to launch with with the new Xbox. Yeah. Like November. No, so it's, it has been about a year. It's been okay. Year. Um, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, Halo has had nothing but bad PR for the last four years. Um, this is pretty good PR. Didn't even think of it. I think your take here is a 10 out of 10. Um, and... Just to take it a little further, I like the game. It's fun. I'm having a lot of fun playing it. I've played it a lot the last few days. Um, it is like so complicated. Like in, in a game, in a world where Fortnite is king, and it's the easiest thing ever to like upgrade your skin and and do things. It's so easy. You would think that other things would learn, but you got Call of Duty and Halo and all these other games where you have to equip a million different things to the weapons. And it's so so convoluted. And, uh, and they're getting slammed for that right now online. Like, make your yeah. game easier to customize. But it's fun, and you get a 10 out of 10 on that take. Here's the thing, just a random Halo thing. John, I have gotten so good at games like Rainbow Six Siege and Rogue Company. Like, I'm, like, 
upper tier in the world in 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 in, in Rogue Company for sure. I I play Halo like I, those two games are shooters. Halo is a shooter. I am terrible. I cannot. <laughs> I, I'm so bad at it, and I don't understand why. I don't understand how I can be so good at one shooter and so bad at another one. <laughs> I really think it is because it's a meta. Like you like you you're facing all these other. I probably used the dumb word there since Facebook's not meta now. But there, it's um, it's 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 this lure of Halo where it's been out for first. It's kind of the, still the same game, even though it's so different. So every almost right. everyone you're playing has been playing a version of Halo for 20 years, and so it's hard to it's a pick up and get really good at it. Yeah, it's 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 driving me mental. It's driving me. Mental. It's fun okay. though. We've got two more. We got two more, and then I know we got to get you out of here. So um, one, you got to f- focus on this one. It's okay. easier, I think, to read. So I'm gonna tell it to you. Novus Ordo. Novus Bordo, those were, okay. Those were like the, the new order, like you know the the new. Members, oh, not right? Novus Bordo, Novus Ordo, okay. Uh, uh, some people can say that <laughs> on a random Sunday, but Novus Ordo is yep. in Latin, while Tridentine Latin Mass is written in English. Explain that one. <laughs> That's weird, dude. And this is cool. This is a cool one because I love the whole like, why do you drive in a parkway and park in a driveway i love yeah, those things yeah, yeah, yeah. and i always want to think of my own and you have done that you have thought of one it's weird <laughs> no, I, this one wasn't mine this was me responding to somebody else this was somebody else's thought okay. i just retweeted it, it was gotcha so trident yeah the word the tridentine actually comes from a latin word but it's not a latin word um and so that's funny 10 out of so 10 great. for taylor so great how about this for uh, a hot take okay go ahead the most rad trad you can be is actually the novus ordo I... Not the Latin Mass because what they did was they translated it into English, but it's never actually been changed. It's just been translated, and so technically, the most <laughs> traditional thing you can do is actually go to Novus Ordo. I'll let you stand on that one. On <laughs> okay, uh, last one, last one. Where your talents and the needs of the world cross, therein lies your purpose. That's from Aristotle. I, I that quote. I think. I think I have. I tweeted that five years ago and it came up again, like five years ago this week. And I think I and you have grown more and more into living that out over the last few years Uh, where your talents and the needs of the world cross therein lies your purpose. I love that. I've heard it before, but haven't heard it in years. And so I'm glad you brought it up because it gives me some motivation today. Yeah, you're doing great, man. I think you're doing it. You're crushing it. You're using your talents to change the world, which is what you say all of the time well that is our show for the day jonathan what'd you think i thought we had a good time that was a lot of fun today that was a lot of fun we got to make sure that we schedule the next one too we do i I said that between segments and you brought it into the show i'm so proud see See? i'm good (laughs) all right well we're gonna schedule again for a month but i will be back with someone else next week i will see you then see ya see ya Thank you guys so much for watching and listening today. We hope that you enjoyed the show. We hope that you are enjoying or have enjoyed your Thanksgiving celebrations. Um, We are thankful for you. We're thankful for you listening. We're thankful for all of you who have subscribed, all of you who have donated, all of of you who have listened and supported us throughout this year. Uh, May God bless you and yours. And we'll be back next week. Bye.